Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Afternoon, everybody. My name is Allison Mancini, and I am the Wellness Warrior. Hello, hello. I'm Julietta, the Magical PT, and we are super glad you are joining us this morning to get more insights in how to becoming the goddess that you are and achieving all of your goals. Uh, today, we are joined by Anya, who I've known for quite a few years now. Super excited to have you with us today, Anya. Can you please uh, introduce yourself to our audience? Oh, well, how to sum it up in a sentence, right? I'm Anya Weinberg. I am a Thrive From Home wellness consultant, and my husband and I own a place for healing here in beautiful East Fort Lauderdale, Wilt Manors area. And we've been in business 28 years that we help people to heal bodies and empower their lives. And my niche is probably really getting people connected to thriving from their own home first, then family, their home environment, and how we live in the environment. And how do we bring that in to empower our own health and well-being? I grew up in the northern part of Germany, right on the Dutch border, very, very close and very connected to nature. I grew up on 15 acres, a small family homestead. And I think that would should do it, right? <laughs> awesome. And yes, I love a place for healing. I have been there many times. It's a wonderful place. And um, I highly recommend our audience go and check it out if you're in the area. Are we ready to dive into the questions, ladies? Let's do this. <laughs> All right. So our first question is, Anya, what is your superpower? <laughs> It's funny, I've lived in Florida so long, and years ago, my husband worked on a movie project, writing music. Besides being a chiropractor, he is also an awesome magician. And this movie was all about the old Florida cowboy culture, and they had the sentence, get her done. And I had never heard that before, and it's kind of more a country saying, I guess. And I think that's probably my superpower, get her done. Um, I feel that I am the kind of right balance between feisty and compassionate, but I'm also super resourceful. So that's really what that stands for to me, ten tenacity, and just really looking at, okay, what can we do here right now with what we got to move it forward? I love that. That is, yeah. yeah but, more yeah, people husband. need that get her done skill. I just say my husband says that all the time. So it's funny because he's actually really good friends with one of those old Florida cowboy families. And it's funny though, my husband will always look at me and go, get her done. So yeah. Yep. <laughs> when, especially as a mom. And I know Allison, you can relate to that. But I know Julieta, you have also, you know, in your in your work work with children, sometimes it's just like, okay, I get it. I appreciate what you're sharing and your feelings, and now we're gonna get her done. And it's 100%. really a wonderful skill to be developed. You know, it's like winning. 
Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, Allison and I both come from the Midwest. We were talking about this before the show, like we're both of German descent. And um, I think that's, you know, that's a characteristic of our culture. Like you just do what it takes to get stuff done. And, you know, moving to, to South Florida and having a little bit, they have so much of that Island vibe, like, don't worry, like things will happen, you know, but sometimes things need to get done. And, and so let's get her done. So, for sure yeah. yes I like that i'm gonna start saying that to my husband now just because i heard <laughs> we were talking about it you want he's gonna be come home and be like why are you talking about what i always say i'm like get her done get her get done <laughs> <laughs> love it all right next question on our list anya is what is a book that has greatly influenced your life you know, when I got Allison's list, I've been really thinking about all the great business books that I read. And and a business book that comes to mind is Ogmandino's, The Greatest Salesman in the World. And often I live by that small, there's a small phrase and I'm paraphrasing it from the book, but I go to the marketplace with love in my heart. And that's how I want to serve. I, I am a smart business person, but I also want to serve with great love and understanding of people and my clients. But my favorite book is probably a children's book. And it is, there's actually two. Can I mention them both? (laughs) Okay, so why children's book? You know, when you're learning a new language, sometimes it's very easy to learn to read children's books and get great concepts and very simple meaningful language so i love dr seuss all the places you can go because that's like such a metaphor of life you know like some days you're just up and things are going great and some days you're just happy that your feet are stuck in the shoes and you can track along you know um and the other children's book that i absolutely love is the little soul in the sun and it's by neil donald walsh and it has such great concepts of why we're here and purpose and really i'm not going to give it away but if you ever read that to your children it has a such a powerful message and it just really cleared up a lot of things for me yeah it's a great book and interesting because his adult book um conversations with god has come up on the show before and um yeah so i have even though i don't have children i have read that children's book and it it's amazing and what i love is that you know the same messages that we talk about as adults can be expressed in simple language and i think some adults it could be really beneficial to them to read it from a children's book in just a really simplified level because you know as adults we tend to get too much in our head and we overcomplicate things and um yeah, that's sure. a great book. I'm, I'm guilty of that one sometimes too. It's just like back down to right here, right now and simple. I yeah. can't believe that that's the same guy who wrote Conversations with God. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. So I'm um, okay. No. Yes. And it's a, it, if you like artwork, the artwork in the children's book is just really stunning. It's, it's beautiful. And there's actually, I think, a second one as well. Ooh, I don't think I've seen the second one. And I had the first one and I read it. And then one thing I like to do with my books is pass them on. Like, cause otherwise like I would need a whole house just to hold the books that I've had. 
and um, um, from time to time I sit down and, and I just have conversations with my books. Who needs to stay with me and who needs to go share their message with somebody else? And it's a little painful. It's like saying goodbye to a friend, but I know like the information contained within is going to benefit someone else just so much. And, um, you know, we need those messages going out there into the whole world. So yeah, I had that book and I don't know where, where it lives now, but it has been, (laughs) it has been moved along, but now I'm kind of like, I want to see it again. (laughs) Maybe you should just start a library and rent them out for a period of time. (laughs) You just have it circulating, going through your house, you know? Yeah. my backyard's really big. I could build a backyard, a uh, library. <laughs> you can have a library shed, a she shed yeah. library shed. Oh, oh, it needs to be more than a shed to house all the books that we're talking That's about. You can, idea, you can order a two room one on Amazon now. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh, I need to. So I always bug my husband, I want a she shed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him it's for all my books. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but like, it needs to be climate controlled to preserve the books, you know. I know. But he's he's a handyman, so I'm sure he can handle all of that, right? What I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Another all project right. he wants to work on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question on our list, because we all, especially this year, I think, are really learning the importance of self-care. So, what is your favorite self-care practice, Anya? <laughs> I don't know if it's really such a self-care practice. You know, when you grow up on the farm, there is not much place for getting your nails done and, you know, all that. For me, my favorite is sauntering in nature. Not with a purpose, but really just appreciation of wandering in nature. And the Japanese have this wonderful word, Shinriku, and it's called forest air bathing. That's my favorite. And we just moved out west and we're virtually backing onto a hundred acre nature preserve. And I get to do that pretty much every other day, if not daily. And for me to take my sandals off and walk in the warm sand and see these old live oak trees around me, it's just, it's never ending because it's always refueling me, if that makes sense. I have such a deep rooted connection to the trees and the ground and the earth. I like the ocean, okay, but that's not it for me, if that makes sense. For me, it's really the green, the trees, the the grass, the sound that the wind makes in the grass. And you can tell for me, it's a multi-sensory experience, just really walking, walking in the now. That's really what it feels like. Yeah. I like a nice, really scorching hot bath too, but walking in nature is my favorite. I, it's so interesting you say that because I was just rereading about forest bathing yesterday. So um, I just learned about that, like, I guess it was the beginning of the pandemic. I was reading a couple different um, wellness 
books, authors, and they were both talking about it. And so I actually got one of my favorite things because I live in Coral Springs and, you know, I have trees around, but it's not like I can, I can go out and walk in my grass, which I do. I walk barefoot in my grass a lot now. Um, but one of the things I did was got essential oils. <laughs> Juliana knows this because I was smelling all of hers. <laughs> One day I got the pine, you know, cypress essential oils yes. and I keep them going in my diffuser and I don't, there's just something about it. Just, I, it's just very grounding, I guess is the best way to put it. Just even that helps me to kind of take a step back and just chill and fo it helps me focus. It's just interesting. So I love that. I love that you do that. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, one of the things I look forward to most when I, I go home to, to visit my family in Wisconsin, my dad's on 85 acres of land and just getting out there. And, you know, a lot of his acreage is farmed, so they're fields, but there, there's three ponds, there's a river, there's so many trees and the wildlife and just going out there and, and connecting with nature, it's, it's recharges your battery, so. It sure does. And it, it doesn't take a lot, you know, especially when you have kids and with all this online learning stuff and all the Zoom calls, we really physically, we need to discharge the energy. And I see it for our son, you know, it's like first he's like, oh, we're not going to, we're just going to do the short path. And I'm like, oh, let's go. Oh, well, look what we see over here or oh, what could be, you know, and it's kind of leading the way. And all of a sudden, about 15 minutes into the walk, you can tell. He's a whole different human being. He goes, oh, look. And we're now seeing baby tortoises and, and I mean, like really cool stuff. So it doesn't take a lot. Sometimes it's just a patch of grass and just, you know, finding yourself being excited about nature thriving and growing. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. All right, the final question. And uh, this comes from a survey that we did before we started this podcast. All the women we spoke to want assistance with creating accountability in their life. So how do you create accountability in your life, Anya? Uh, well, my husband and I have been married a long time and he is also a coach and a chiropractor. We run an office together. So we've always really been very great together in holding ourselves accountable to goals. But something that I really learned to from him and through the self-discovery life mastery process is really starting with the ideals um, of what is important to me. And I guess the accountability kind of comes in for me. If, if you imagine you have a, a big jar, putting in the big rocks first the family, the things that are important to me, like my grounding in nature, essential. I have to get that in. That's like, it used to be that I was very accountable to other people and other people's processes. And I worked in hospitality and ran a thousand bed hotel and conference center at an early part in my life in my twenties. That was my first degree, hotel, ma uh, hotel management and culinary arts. And of course, there you are very accountable to the schedule of who is coming, who's in which conference room, who is occupying which hotel room. And now I'm really starting with the accountability to me first, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And really looking and focusing what is important to me, my freedom, my commitment to my 
being centered in nature, my connection to nature, and of course, family, love and all that. But in business is I'm a goal oriented person. I like seeing the numbers rise and how do I serve my clients better? I, I'm still a list girl. I mean, I, li I like the technology, but this is not where I want to live. So I also have a doodling calendar because I'm very visual and I like to doodle. And every day I have my goals that I chunk down from what my 10 year goals are to the the year, to the month. To, it's kind of like, how how do you eat an elephant? Chunk it down one time, one bite at a time, right? If that makes sense, it, it's really more a process for me, but that's how I create the accountability. And every evening looking, hey, I got this done and that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's important too, is like, giving ourselves credit for what we do accomplish. It's so easy to, to knock ourselves down for what we didn't get done. But if we focus more on, on appreciating the things that we did get done and congratulating ourselves for that, it's gonna give us more energy to get more done the next day. And so, yeah, that's a great- Yeah, for sure. Because I'm very easy to myself to put myself down. Oh, there's these two things you didn't get done of a list of 20 things but forgetting, hey, you got 18 things done. That's pretty awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a huge pen to paper girl, very visual. I like having it. I mean, I use my phone some for that kind of stuff, but I really like I have a journal and I have a date book and I'm just very I'm checking things off lists. And uh, to that point of what Julieta was saying and you're saying, Anya, about the, um, about the accomplishments, something that I wasn't doing that I think is so good for your accountability because then you see what you're doing as I every morning I journal and Juliet and I talk about this a lot I journal every day and um, my journaling is doesn't take some days are longer than others but most of the time it's very quick I always write down five things I'm grateful for and then I write a list of five things I accomplished the day before and it just oh, that's awesome me feel so good saying yeah I did like even though I still feel like I have this list of you know 10 things I still want to do, but look at what I did accomplish. I got these five things done. And sometimes they're little things like I got the laundry folded. <laughs> sometimes. And sometimes it's a big deal sometimes. It is a big deal sometimes. And sometimes they're, they're big things, but I think it's so important yeah. that you remind yourself of how far you have come, what you have accomplished. And I think that kind of all ties into the accountability. And I love what you're saying about being accountable to yourself. We've had other guests on here that talk about that also. And it's just, you know, it's that doing what you say you're going to do, like it builds more confidence and you continue to move forward in that direction. So I think that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yay. Are we ready for takeaways, lady? Yes. Yes. So, Allison, what was your takeaway from today? I need to read more children's books. That's my takeaway. <laughs> I'm serious. I need to read children's books. And I've never even thought of that when you're trying to learn a language to read children's books, to learn a language. Oh. And watch Madlock. <laughs> and watch what? Madlock. <laughs> Madlock. That became like my favorite. I loved, I loved his character. He reminded me of my grandpa, but that, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> awesome. My language learning tip is music. Like when I, um, when I was living in Venezuela, I would spend hours listening to my favorite songs in Spanish. And 
getting the lyrics down. I like I literally sat there with a notebook and like listened to the song over and over and like think about this is in 1986. So I'm like listening on a tape recorder or I had um, actual albums and so <laughs> replaying the songs over and over again till I got all the lyrics. And it would be funny. Sometimes I would go to Spanish speaking people and I'd be like, what do they say right here in the song? And they'd be like, I have no idea. <laughs> and sometimes I would like be telling them like, well, I got that it's this and this, but I can't get this one word. And they're like amazed that I could get it and they hadn't gotten it. But, but that's uh, with our but yeah. in English, you can't understand half of it anyways. Yeah, no, but that, <laughs> so I would say cool. any, any of my Spanish speakers out there will know who I'm talking about. But I, when, when I give credit to who taught me Spanish, I would say it was Franco de Vita who, who taught me Spanish. So. Well, back to the books, the children's yes. books, yes. you brought up Dr. Seuss books. And what's really interesting is my mother got us when we were kids. So I'm the youngest of three girls. My oldest sister, I think is 57 now. She'll kill me if she hears this. And I said she was older than she is, but she's around 56, 57. And as kids, my mom bought us all the Dr. Seuss books brand new. She saved all of those. I have a box full of all the original Dr. Seuss books, which honestly, I probably should go back and read through them because they probably make way more sense as an adult than they did as a kid. You know, you thought they were like funny and the pictures were cool and the, the way that they spoke was fun. And as a kid, but as an adult, they have like some major meaning to them. It's interesting. So absolutely. Cool. So that's my takeaway. Children's books on my list. Yay. My takeaway from, uh, and like Anya's talked about this so many times, and I don't know what my struggle is with this, but, you know, talking about forest bathing, like I always think about, yeah, yeah, I want to go to Wisconsin and go forest bathing. Because with Florida being so hot and tropical, and I am not, like this pale skin does not tolerate the sun well. I have never <laughs> tolerated the heat well. I'm like, why am I living in Florida? I don't understand. And I forget that there are like these beautiful parks down here and like in the parks, we've got trees and we've got shade. And I really like, I can recharge my, my nature battery here by, by going and visiting some of these places. So thank you, Anya, for that. I'm putting it on my list and I'm dragging my butt to a park. Maybe even this weekend, I'm going to do it. Cool. So Anya, what was your takeaway from today? There was something Allison said, and I'm like, oh, I think that's, I need to relook that. And it came and it went. Um, I think what my takeaway is also is the reminders that there is really not anything new that we have to do. It's all like, how do we connect to it now? Like things that Allison said about just re, re looking at, oh, it just came back how you said when you journal because when i hear journaling i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna sit there and do the whole writing thing because my first year coming to america i journaled about my whole first year here and so and i wrote like a book right about my feelings and how i grew and all that and when you said something about you start with the five things you're grateful for and five things you got accomplished from yesterday. I'm like, that's like making a list. I can totally do that. <laughs> and so it was, a, well, it, it was a great um, reminder of sometimes when we hear, oh, 
I'm journaling or I'm meditating or I'm reading a book. It seems like this big audacious task. Mm -hmm. And it just starts with like one, two, three, four, five little things. Mm -hmm. So that was a great reminder for me, focusing on what I'm grateful for and giving myself credit for the things I did yesterday. Yeah. I like that. Eating the elephant one bite at a time. <laughs> That's right. It fits right in, right? Absolutely. So cool. All right. Awesome. Anybody, anything else to share before we close out this episode? No, no this I, was I, awesome. I need to visit Anya and her husband's place because I have never been. <laughs> come, come and visit us. We make coffee clutch. Ooh. Let me know when you're going. I'll, I'll join yes. you. Too. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Where is it located? Anya, where are you located at? We're right off 26th street in East, uh, in Wilton Manors. Okay. And um, we are a little bit west of Federal Highway. Okay. And a little bit east of Dixie, if that okay. makes sense. And yeah. actually right around the corner where- Right around Julietta's the corner from my old, old office. office. I was just saying, you had to be right down the street from Julietta's yes. office. Okay. Yes, and we're on the second floor, uh, right above Worth Repeating. We have half the space up to, uh, upstairs. Oh, I just drove by there the other day. I'm like, oh, that looks cute. <laughs> it is a beautiful place. It's it's a home away from home, definitely. Love it. All right. Well, All right. Thank well, so much. thank you so much for joining us today, Anya, and loved all your little nuggets of wisdom for our audience. And uh, we want to thank our audience for joining us today. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast, our YouTube channel. If you think you have friends that will enjoy what we're what we're putting out there into the universe, please share that with them. And um, you can check the show notes for links to all of the things that we talked about in today's episode and also links on how to get in touch with Anya, Allison, or I as well. And uh, we hope you had some helpful nuggets to help you become the goddess that you are meant to be. So have a magical day, everyone. Thank you for having me. This was brilliant. It's awesome. awesome.